Hey there, welcome to the Spark with Rachel podcast. I am Rachel. I am a certified life coach and I am an enthusiast of women showing up as their authentic selves in and out of the home, at work, wherever you happen to be. I get really excited about us ladies um, figuring out who we are, who we were created to be, and um, figuring out how to be that person in all facets and areas of our life. So that is my jam. And if that's your jam, then I'm glad that we found each other. So uh, for the installment of the podcast today, I am going to tackle a controversial person. Her name is Rachel Hollis. And no, this is not another Let's Dunk on Rachel Hollis podcast. There are so many of them out there. I think there are people on YouTube that have created careers solely around dunking on Rachel Hollis. Like it's quite amazing. Back when her life was exploding. If you don't know much about her, I'll explain a little bit about her. But people became internet famous just basically trashing her and making fun of her. I don't want this podcast to be that. But Because my business is centered around really bringing your authentic self to the table, I do think that she is a cautionary tale. And so I do want to talk about her and highlight some areas where I think that uh, some authenticity could have really helped her uh, maybe survive the stuff that has happened to her. So anyway, if you're not familiar with Rachel Hollis, she became internet famous back in March of 2015. At the time, she was uh, working and living in California, I believe. And she had um, like a, I think she had a catering business at one time. She was kind of like adjacent to the the Hollywood scene at some point and um, hobnobbed with some slightly famous people. And then she had a lifestyle blog and stuff like that. So she was kind of like in that space a little bit, but she was uh, on vacation in Mexico and she posted a photo of herself in a bikini. Now I myself have worn a bikini one time. It was on my honeymoon uh, during my first marriage and I basically hadn't eaten for like four months. So, you know, I looked okay in the bikini and then I came home and promptly gained like 40 pounds. So never worn a bikini again, but good for her. So she posted this photo of the bikini and she had had a few children by this point. So she had, you know, like kind of the, the, the stretchy, puffy mom belly, you know, she certainly looked way better than I would ever look in a bikini, but you know, whatever she's, she's on the beach, she's rocking this bikini. She's got, she's got some stretch marks, whatever. So she posts this photo on, I don't know, probably Instagram at the time. I don't, I don't recall which place she posted it on went crazy, like got like half a million subscribers, like overnight. And here's what she posted with it. Here's what the, the the text said. She said, I wear a bikini because I'm proud of this body and every mark on it. Those marks prove that I was blessed enough to carry my babies and that flabby tummy means I worked hard to lose what weight I could. So her message really spoke to women, as you can imagine, because we're all sitting here like looking at our bodies all the time, right? And so to me, I read that statement and I'm like, okay, this is a lady that is like having an authentic moment of saying like, hey, this is what it is. I had these babies, I have these stretch marks, I'm gonna wear this bikini and all y'alls can just, you know, keep your opinions to yourself. So to me, I'm like, okay, that to me appears to be an authentic moment. Now, I have also read people saying this was a totally planned out thing on her end to go viral. Like she wanted this to happen. I don't know what the truth is. You know, you can't judge someone's motives on the other side of things. Only she knows the truth to that. But it appears that this was her being an authentic person, you know, saying that that she truly believes that, you know, every woman has the right to show their stripes. She called her stretch marks stripes, not uh, scars. So 
she created this empire, right? So she wrote these books, she wrote Girl Wash Your Face and Girl Stop Apologizing and you know, they sold like wildfire, right? And then she had all these conferences and she has all this all this web presence and people were just like bananas over this Rachel Hollis. So I hadn't really heard of her because um, I, I honestly, I don't do a lot of social media following of influencers and stuff like that because I just, I find them to be dangerous. <laughs> so, but, but follow me on Instagram, right? No, <laughs> it's kind of funny. But so a girl told me about this. She's like, oh my gosh, you have to read this book. It's so great. She's just like your big sister, like telling you how to live your life. And like, it's just so great. The advice in there is so great. I'm like, oh, okay. So I bought the book and I didn't get around to reading it for quite some time, but I, I finally sat down to read it one day and I got all excited and I like got myself snuggled into like a comfy place at my house and I got my highlighter out and a notebook and I was gonna like really dig into this thing, right? So I didn't get very far into it because I got to the chapter where she's talking about dieting and she basically, she tells a story about how she was out to dinner until late at night and she got home from dinner and got on the treadmill and ran three miles and then posted it on Snapchat because, you know, of course, if you exercise, it didn't happen unless you prove it on social media somewhere because she doesn't ever break promises to herself, not ever. And so then she said, what if you had a friend named Pam at work and Pam was always starting a new diet, but then you'd go into the break room and you'd see Pam eating a meat lover's pizza. And that's when I sat there and I was like, oh my gosh, I am Pam. Like I can't stick with commitments on diet for anything, you know? And that's a very hard thing in my life. Like my weight is an issue for me and has always been an issue for me. And it's an issue for a lot of us. A lot of us struggle to lose weight. And it's not because we lack the willpower. It's not because we're bad people. It's not because we can't keep our commitments. It's just that this is an area of life that is hard for us. And so it just it felt very yucky. And I was like, okay, wait a second. This lady's posting about how we should be proud of our bodies and show them off and we should be proud of, of the skin that we live in. And then she's writing a book saying, if you can't commit to a diet, you're somehow like a derelict person. And so I just put the book down right then and I was like, yep, nope, this lady is not for me. I am not reading this book, like, nope. And so then I kind of forgot about her. Um, but then her life like blew to pieces. She got divorced, which whatever, I'm divorced, or I have been divorced, so that's not her fault. But the problem was she was also hosting uh, marriage conferences with her husband at the time as they were actively going through this process and they weren't honest and transparent about it. So people felt very cheated and lied to. She's posted a lot of problematic stuff on social media. She's plagiarized people's words. She's, you know, she'll, she, she'll post quotes from people, get called out on it, and then blame her staffers for making the mistake instead of taking responsibility for it um, as the leader of her company and and most recently, she went and basically got into like a social media fight with someone about not being relatable because someone cleans her house, cleans her toilets twice a week. And it just she I, I looked her up on a, a, like a social media site and she's just like hemorrhaging followers, which for someone that their brand is built around social media, that's probably a pretty bad thing. Her husband, he had left his big swanky job at Disney to go work with her. And so... Then they divorced and she was the, you know, she was the brains behind the operation. It's pretty clear. So now he's trying his hand at this, at this writing thing and being a motivational speaker. And he's just not like people just aren't drawn to him. He was only famous, I think, because he was with her and he's melting down. And anyway, the whole thing is just a mess. These people have just like, they're just like lighting things on fire around them. And then 
just destroying everything they created together. So the reason that I'm telling this story is because I think that a lot of this goes back to what I believe was an authentic moment, right? Back in March of 2015, she posted a picture of her belly in a bikini on whatever social media app and she connected with people. Whether she was authentic or not, she connected with people in an authentic way. People really, she resonated with people. She was not filtered. She was not fake. She didn't, at least she didn't come across that way. People really felt like, oh my gosh, like this is a person who is speaking to me as a real person. If she had carried that on and tried to be that person, I think that she could still be successful today, even with a divorce and even with her company going through some troubles. But I think what happened was she drank her own Kool-Aid and she started believing her own press. And she was like, nope, I'm perfect. And my job is to help you guys become as perfect as me. Instead of being authentic about it and being like, yeah, I'm just as screwed up as the rest of you. Let's just like be screwed up together and like try and get a little bit better every day, right? But she didn't do that because there's ego involved and there's, you know, the fear of failure. But that is not what being authentic is. You know, being authentic is going, yeah, I have all the same fears as the rest of you. And we're all trying to figure it out as we go. But we're all doing the very best we can. And I can still help you even though I'm still in progress myself, right? So like, I even struggle with this. As a coach, I'm like, well, I'm not self-actualized. You know, I'm not like at the at the perfection level of life because no one ever is. That's a myth. You can't ever be there. And if you were, how boring would life be? You'd never have anything to strive for. But I do think as a coach, my job, I think the reason I was put on this earth was to take my experiences and put them out into the world to give other women permission to also put themselves out in the world so that we can all live our true selves, our real life, our real stories, not wrap them up in a bow, not shine them up for other people. You know, we all go through some really hard crap. You know, we're all going through hard crap. This past two years with COVID has really been terrible and we shouldn't have to sugarcoat stuff just to make other people comfortable or to make ourselves feel better that somehow we're managing it a little bit better than everyone else. And so when I say I want you to be authentic and I want you to live an authentic life that fits, that I, I truly mean that. You know, I truly mean I don't want you following an influencer like Rachel Hollis and comparing your life to her life because what you're comparing it to is not real. A lot of the influencers and the people you see online and the people that have what looks like perfection or what looks like normal, it's not. You're not seeing what's real. You're comparing your worst days to people's best days. And that's not what living authentically is. What living authentically is, is really the first step is becoming self-aware and having self-knowledge about who you really are. Not who you wish you were, but who you really are. You know, what are your strengths? What is it that you are hardwired to do well? And then what are your values? What's really important to you? What are the things that drive you? What are the things that get you up in the morning? Because they're different for everyone. And if you try to push yourself into someone else's cookie cutter, you can do it for a while, but it's gonna be hard and it's gonna always feel like work. And so I always tell people like work smarter, not harder. You know, why would you wanna put so much extra effort in when you could put in less effort and be happier and be more fulfilled. And so that's really what living authentically is, you know? So anyway, that's my my thing on Rachel Hollis. Um, if you love her, I wanna hear from you. I wanna hear why you love her and you're free to love her. 
If you don't love her, I want to hear why you don't love her. If you're somewhere in the middle, I want to hear about that too. If you have topics that you'd love to hear from me cover on the podcast, I would love to hear that as well. And if you're interested in finding more about coaching, I'd love to talk with you about that. So anyway, I hope everyone's having a good holiday season. I put up some Christmas decorations today and I did see a funny TikTok that I wanted to share because I think it speaks to what's real and what's not real. There was this person that posted, you know, for every beautifully decorated room that you see on TikTok, uh, there is also a room that looks like this. And so then she panned to her, the next room in her house and it was just destroyed. You know, it was just like bins and boxes and paper and bags and it was all of the debris that came from decorating that beautiful room. So important to remember, not everything is exactly as it appears. So have a great day. We'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye.